Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we tell stories about everything here on this show, and we love to tell your stories. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. They're some of our favorites, and if you like what you hear every day, the stories we tell are free to you, but they're not free to make, and any donation possible helps our effort here, and we are a nonprofit, and you can go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the Donate button. Do a little, do a lot, do your part. And thanks so much ahead of time, because we've gotten so much support from so many listeners. And now on to a regular feature with author Winter Persapio. This story is about the lessons that Winter learned from the book, The Giving Tree. I thought I had hidden it well enough. I shoved it in the back of the bookcase, and it had been successfully out of sight for nearly two years. But they have no compunction about such things at the library. These disturbing works of literature are just out on the shelves within reach of the youngest patrons. The bright green cover seized my daughter's attention, and before I knew it, we were checking it out. The Giving Tree was back. I have always hated The Giving Tree. This classic book by Shel Silverstein is about a little boy who grows into an old man taking and taking and taking from an apple tree. First, he takes the apples to pick up some cash. Then he cuts down the giving tree's branches for a house. Then whack, down goes the trunk for a boat and the giving tree is nothing but a stump, which he comes back later and sits on for a rest. 
and the misogynistic creep never once uttered a single word of gratitude. And yet, at every turn, the giving tree is happy. I say that is clearly a tree in need of some serious therapy. And that boy is in need of some hardcore sensitivity training. As a mother, there are many days where I feel like I am the giving tree. I spend my day running around as a demented waitress, cook, nurse, and cruise director. I referee disputes, manage egos, bite my tongue 50 times, letting only a few inappropriate things slip. I carry a child down the stairs who runs up them nightly. I rescue toys from under a bed that either daughter can crawl under without getting stuck halfway. I attend to the needs of this family of Leos who spend the day roaring their demands all over the land until about 9 p.m. until at last they are all asleep and I, I am a stump and I am so not happy. I'm ready to pick up my roots and skedaddle to some other orchard where I'll be watered and fertilized, where my fruit will be prized, my long branches admired, my thick trunk appreciated. I'm just not good at this giving tree thing. I I thought it would come naturally as a mother, but I had no sense how much I'd need to give. My cluelessness is undoubtedly the result of a long life without children. No other generation has had so much me time before becoming parents. Our generation has had the luxury of truly choosing the commencement of parenting. For those of us who delayed bringing a new life into the world, we now have to contend with habits and natures built on a foundation that doesn't involve a whole lot of giving. With the exception of a few thousand Peace Corps volunteers, the rest of us have been the little boy, taking from the giving tree, completely oblivious to its love and generosity. We focused on important things with all of our energy and resources, and these things were very important B.C., before children. Cars, hobbies, designer clothes, careers, lives of complete strangers, a.k.a. celebrities. We spent weeks mulling over choices, days discussing the latest trends, and hours sharing the juiciest bits of gossip. When children arrive, all these seemingly vital activities fade from our lives until we found ourselves behind the wheels of minivans or their carefully disguised equivalents, wearing anything that came out of the dryer in reasonable condition, talking on the phone about soccer schedules, and boxing up our collections to set them out for the next yard sale. Because now it's our turn to become the giving tree. Now is when we begin coughing up the apples and branches, and soon a trunk. Some of us are better at being giving tree than others. Some of us Okay, so I'm a rotten giving tree. I struggle more often than I like to admit with the role of relentless giver. And then it happens. My daughters, perhaps sensing the impending root rot in their giving tree, suddenly begin to transform the orchard. They make me laugh, help fold clothes, put away dishes, and cover me with hugs and kisses. They take my spirit in their hands and toss it into the air like leaves, giggling as they catch me in their arms. They say, thank you, mommy, you're wonderful. And even though I taught them to say that as a joke, it still feels good. On those days, by 10 p.m., I don't care if I'm a stump. I don't even realize I'm giving. I'm just mom, a mother of two wonderful daughters. And being a giving tree seems like the easiest thing in the world. Until the sun rises and it begins again. I've come to realize that happy for a giving tree, and a mother is not about comfort and relaxation. Happy is about having my little ones run beneath my branches, sheltering them in my shade, tossing out a few apples, and in the end, giving all that I have. Slowly, I am learning to be a giving tree. As I'm trying to teach my children a sense of gratitude for all the giving that surrounds us, I am learning that this level of giving is not something we know how to do the moment our children arrive. Like gratitude, giving is something we have to learn. I guess at this point, I'll I'll dig out the giving tree from our bookcase. Maybe if I pencil in an occasional thank you, you're wonderful, I'll feel just a little better, at least until I get the hang of all this giving. And great job on that piece, Faith. And uh, 
beautiful performance by Winter Persapio. And I know she speaks for a lot of caregivers and many moms and many dads. That giving tree and the giving and the giving and the relentless nature of it, it doesn't come naturally to us. And what a beautiful piece of storytelling. The lessons from the giving tree, Winter Persapio's story here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the Donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. And we continue with Our American Stories, and now it's time for our Tocqueville Lives segment, where we hear about the associations that ordinary Americans form each and every day to solve problems in their communities, and of course, to just plain all enjoy each other. And today's Tocqueville Lives story comes from our own Joey Cortez. Brian Broadway started his own church in Claremont, Florida outside the walls of a traditional church. Their original church of only about three families met out in the world, in a park where they could serve the needs of the homeless. And beyond their Sunday church service, they served the poor in a parking lot of a Winn-Dixie grocery store. So one of my first encounters was when I went to the the Winn-Dixie and I saw a car parked there and they would park there all day. They would park there earlier and later on that night. And I walked up to the people and I asked them if they needed anything. And they had a little girl sitting in the back seat. And they told me, no, we, we actually sleep here over the night. And then in the morning, we take my husband to work and then I, I stay here with, with their daughter. And the little daughter's in the back seat of the car and she's trying to get a light to read her book. And I'm just looking at it. that time I've, I've got two daughters. And I'm looking at this cute little girl and I'm asking her questions and her name and she's telling me about her book. And I'm sitting there almost breaking down. This is someone's child, and her concept of home, her concept of a place to be with her family is the backseat of a car. How does she invite a kid over to play when she lives from parking lot to parking lot? How does, how, how does she get her clothes clean? It was the first time that I actually realized that people's children call that home. That a child thinks that the current extent of her life is this backseat of this car. The child tonight at 1.30 in the morning with people walking around with will hear noises outside and be frightened because she's in the backseat of a car. There is no air conditioning running. There is no vehicle running. The windows are cracked and someone can reach into it. That she has to live through that. There's a difference when they've been there for a while. It's like the light that's inside of them. The light that drives every child that you see in their eyes and their smile. It's like that light died out. It's like watching the death of hope side of somebody, you see it, it's different. And when you have a conversation with one of them, it's a life changer. Whether you have kids or not, you can have kids, you, you might know a niece or a nephew, you might, if it's your child or your family, you would respond because you can tell the difference. And if we let that light stay out for too long, they're going to stay that way. The life to them is going to be a, gr- a group of people passing them by. The life to them is just looking at people to see who else passes me by and has no concern about my existence. I sat there and I spoke to them about a half an hour, and then something happened. When I, when I got up to leave and I said goodnight, and I walked away, I felt like, I felt like I, I felt like I had a problem breathing. I felt like everything in me was stopped functioning. My body just wasn't functioning. I felt like, I, I can't even explain it. It, 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 felt, it felt like dying. It felt like saying there's something happening and you're doing nothing and you're walking away. And after I walked away from that girl, I I decided I made a commitment. I said, I'm not walking away again without a plan. We have to come up with a plan. I'm not walking away from these children anymore. So then I, I got this idea and I named our Outreach Find, Feed and Restore. 
And I figured if we can give them a foundation first, you know, if we find them a job, then where do you find them at? Well, we don't know where they live, where their car is parked, where they're going to be sleeping at. We don't, they don't have a foundation. And it's hard to build a life or build anything when you don't have a foundation to start with. So to me, the first foundation is housing. How do we get them housing? How do we give them a foundation they can build from? When I moved to Florida, one of the first jobs I got, even though I had no experience in it, I got a general manager job over an RV company. And I was running their whole lot and running their technicians. and So I began learning about travel trailers. We rented travel trailers. That's what we did. Travel trailers, fifth wheels, motorhomes. So I'd go out at least for an hour and a half a day and I'd sit with a technician. And I'd learn everything about them. I'd learn how they function, how to use them. And that some people lived them, out, lived them out here in the South. There was trailer parks and people lived in them. So then two years later, we're thinking of the outreach. And I'm like, wow, we can use travel trailers and give these people a home. I started researching how do you write grants, how do you get funds, and that's when I found out that uh, grant writers cost two to three thousand dollars to write a grant. So then I had another roadblock. How, how do I do that? I don't have two to three thousand dollars to pay someone to write a grant, and there's no guarantee you win the grant after they write it. What do I do from there? And then, after about a few days, just praying and wondering what can I do? I need funds, but I can't afford to get funds. And I can't get my first trailer. And then God gave me one word. I'll never forget it. I was sitting there at nighttime and he gave me one message. And the word was, learn. And that was it. That's all I had. After days of praying, after days of hoping, I got one word, learn. So at nighttime, when I come home from work, I'd play with my kids. My, my wife goes to bed at 10 through 11. I would get on my computer from 11 o'clock to sometimes 2 in the morning. And I would Google, how do you write a grant? I would YouTube, how to write a grant, grant tips, grant techniques. And I took every free YouTube video and every free Google PDF that they had until I learned it. It took me almost a year and I learned it. First grant ever won was a Walmart grant. I think it was $500. And you would have thought that I won half a million dollars. I was ecstatic. I was, I was so happy. Um, it was just the biggest thing for me because it's like, wow, this has never happened. Um, so we won our first grant and I started winning grants from public supermarkets, from different foundations. Um, and I started winning grants until we got, so we got our first trailer. We had a visitor come to our church. A lady that was only coming for a few weeks visited us and said, listen, I have a family trailer that we use for vacations. And I left it in another state, but if you want it, you can have it. And she donated it with us. And we used the grant funds to tow it to get there. Um, and then when I started, I kept writing. And then I won a $1,000 grant. And then I won a $5,000 grant. Um, from 10000 to 20000 it kept climbing and escalating. Um, and from there, we built it up from the one trailer within two years, going from one trailer to eight trailers. And now eight trailers with duplexes. Um, but off of one word, that word was learn. But I'll never forget that never paid for a unit. We've all, they've always been donated for us. We just pay to upkeep them and keep them functioning. But Brian does much more than that too. He gives the families that join his program a vision and the tools to live a better life. When you come into our program, you live in the car. You don't have fresh food. You don't have anything. So when you come into a trailer, it's fully, it's fully stocked uh, from steak to sausage, uh, whatever it is you eat. We show them their units. We walk through how to maintain them and keep everything clean. We go over our process. We give you a, a life coach to help keep up with you and make sure that you're heading in the right direction. Uh, we do budgeting classes. Uh, we do meal planning. We do every, all the different services that we can do to help you get back on your feet according to the game plan we preset with you. They're allowed to stay there anywhere from six to eight months renting utilities free. And after six to eight months, they should be working and they'll get a bill for $200 a month for their rent and $50 a month for their electric. And they'll start paying those bills using the budgeting classes. They've learned things to budget their money and start paying the bills. After six to eight months, we hope to be able to get them into their own place, to get them into back into self-sufficiency, where they own their own or, they have, or they're out in their own apartment. Uh, we go over how to promote, get promoted at your job, putting forth your best effort, being on time, just some basic skills training. So that's our, that's our main program goal, get, get people from homeless to hopeful into self-sufficient lifestyles. And our program has it's proven effective. The foundation first is key, what they now call housing first, getting them into a safe place to have a foundation and then wrapping all the services around them that they need to become self-sufficient. And we found that to be most effective. Next week, we're going to a closing. A lady bought her own park model trailer and she's closing on it next week. And we're actually going to take pictures. 
that lady lived about six or seven blocks away from our church. She lived in a blue Chevy Malibu with a four-year-old and a six-year-old. And she lived there for four months with those kids. So to see her come from this to that, it's just, it's a life-changing, it's a life-changing event. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from Brian Broadway, the pastor of Living Message Church in Claremont, Florida. And by the way, we know this is happening all over the country, beautiful stories like this from churches, civic organizations. Send them to us at OurAmericanNetwork.org. That's OurAmericanNetwork.org. Our Tocqueville Lives segment continues after these messages. This is Our American Stories. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, big ones and small ones. If we keep them bottled up, boy, that can be a real problem. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know people who've profoundly benefited from therapy, learning everything from coping skills to setting boundaries in their life. You don't have to have experienced major trauma to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's safe. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash OAS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash OAS. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash OAS. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
And we return to Our American Stories and to Brian Broadway's story. And I love that he had just mentioned a simple sentence, turning someone from homeless into hopeful. Now let's return to Brian Broadway's story. For the past three years, so from the trailers from last week to the trailers that's coming in two weeks, I cleaned them uh, with a team of another two or three people. So I've cleaned every single trailer we've had. So one thing's with trailers is that trailers can't use regular toilet paper. They can't even use septic-safe toilet paper. They use what's called dissolvable toilet paper. It dissolves in water. You buy it at Walmart, but it's not in the toilet paper section. It's in the, tra- the RV section, the auto section. You know, Walmart has that auto section across. You go to the auto section, and they sell dissolvable toilet paper for RVs. Or you buy it from an RV store. So I, I try to... This is one of the things I tell people. And now, I stock it. When someone, when the, uh, someone comes to the trailer, I stock it for them. So a lady obviously didn't follow the instructions, and she used regular paper. So I, she says the toilet's backed up. She goes, my kids just use the bathroom. There's poop coming above the top of the toilet. So it's about 11 o'clock at night. And I said, maybe I have to wait till tomorrow. She says, we'll sleep outside in the car. We can't take the, the smell. Um, we'll just we'll sleep outside. And my wife looks at me and she says, Brian, she has two, three kids, one with special needs. You have to go. So I'm like, you're right, I have to go. So I get up and I bring my plunger. I bring my normal stuff. And you can smell it from the outside of the trailer. And I walk into the trailer. They stood outside. They wouldn't sit in the smell. So the family, the wife, the, mom, the lady, her mom, and the three kids sit outside. It's pitch black. It's 1130 at night. I'm in there trying to get this thing unstuck. There's poop all on the top of it. So then I had to go to the store, buy buckets, and I had to take scoop the poop out and put it into a container. So then what I forgot is that you should open up the valves before you start in the bottom of the trailer to get the pressure out. I didn't think because I just wanted to get this thing done with. So I start pushing and putting my tools in there to try to push it through and the thing backsplashes and it shoots. <laughs> it shoots over my chest, over my chin. And, uh, and I I just react. I run outside. I take my shirt off. I run, I'm running around. I'm like, oh my, I'm screaming. I'm running around and I turn around and I realize that there's the three kids sitting down in this bleacher watching me like a madman running around with no shirt on. <laughs> from this poop that just shot out on me. So that that was a lesson on making sure you release the pressure in the tanks by opening up the tubes uh, before uh, before <laughs> before trying to clean them out. So there are certain things that I learned along the way <laughs> when cleaning trailers. But I always say, e- even with that, where you, you come out kind of messy, I still walked away saying, God, I thank you that I have life to serve. I had the arms and the strength to do it. I one day I won't be able to do it anymore but I thank you that today I had the ability to do it no matter how messy it was you let me do it but uh, still lessons you learned along the way (laughs) and Brian well he's learned some more serious ones too when we first started we didn't know as much as we know now so we've added on more things number one we didn't realize the, the huge impact of bullying that most of these kids go to school wearing the same outfit they wore yesterday they're not clean because they washed up in a gas station where they just washed their face in the sink and they're being bullied. And we did, we were not, when we first started, we didn't even think about that. So we had to introduce, add into child counseling. So we found child counseling experts in our area and we write grants to be able to afford it. But we, for the kids being bullied, uh, we bring them to child therapists so they can learn to overcome and be comfortable going back to school. Um, so there was, there's a lot of pieces that we add on as we've learned um, what the main things are. So the, the, the counseling for the children is huge. Um, for the teenagers, what, what are their goals? You got a teenager, let's figure out their goals. What are they doing after school? What are their plans? What are they working towards? So we, tr- we do it for everyone to make sure that everyone has a game plan of what they want to achieve and what they're trying to do. A big goal for a big problem. According to Brian, the need in his community is anything but small. Oh my gosh, it's huge. It is astounding. It's astoundingly huge. Every nonprofit calls us for housing. Every church calls us for housings. I mean, we're, we're churches with 2,000, 3,000 members call us with their members for housing. For some context on this, Brian has a congregation of only about 125 members, and the churches with thousands of members call him. The amount of communities that live in the woods is huge, especially in Florida, because there's so many, there's so much woods. You can move mad with a tent and no one's even know you're there. But the demand is huge. The amount of calls we get from the school system 
is huge. The amount of calls we get from the police department, that's huge. The police department put together their own homeless task force now, just to try to keep them safe and try to figure out ways they can stay. Um, so the the need is huge uh, in our area and throughout most of a lot of Lake County. The need is indeed huge, but for those fortunate enough to get into Brian's program, there's also a huge impact. Earlier this year, it's been some amazing success stories. We have a couple that just graduated, the one that's on their home, and they still, and they donate to the program monthly, which to me is huge. That's just incredible. One lady, she graduated her program, and she was pretty quick. She actually worked at one of the local hospitals. And so she was a professional and fell on a hard time. She was left, and she had three kids to tend to. And we got her into our program. We got her into subsidized child care. We got everything set up for her. And then about maybe three and a half months into the program, she, she just called, and she was excited. She says, thank you so much. I just got my own place. I'll be renting a home, and um, I'll be done with the trailer by Friday. So we, you know, every time someone's done with a trailer, now some people leave you a, a nice trailer that's semi-clean. And some people are so excited that they rush out, they grab all this stuff, and they just leave you all the mess. So you get both sides. So not knowing what we get, I go there with two or three people normally. So this time I went with two people. I brought all our cleaning supplies. We have our cleaning baskets set aside. And uh, we came in there, and I opened the door, and it smelled like lemons. I'm like, what is this? And I walked into the trailer. It was flawlessly cleaned. I mean, just unbelievably flawlessly clean. I was like, well, guys, we have nothing to do here. And then I went to the refrigerator. I said, well, let's clean the refrigerator out, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get the next group and restock for them. And I opened the refrigerator, and the refrigerator was full. And I opened the freezer, and the freezer was full. Not only was it full, every item, because I did the shopping for her, every item that I bought, she brought the same exact one and put it back, which means she actually wrote down everything I put in the refrigerator when she moved in. And the steak that I brought, she brought it back. I always buy a, a pack of sausage. And I always buy an uh, eight-pack of uh, chicken cutlets from the cook. She put an eight-pack back. She brought the same juice back. She put the bottle of water back. She put the fruit back. Uh, everything that I bought, she bought to the tea and put it all back in the refrigerator. Uh, this To the cereal, to the pasta, to the pasta sauces, to the canned beans that I bought. She brought every single item and put it back. And I was just so moved by that because no one has ever done that for us before. And what a story and what a voice. And that's Pastor Brian Broadway in Claremont, Florida. And again, Americans do this all over the country. We are a beautiful people. By the way, this story was brought to us by the Mortgage Family Foundation, and they've supported his work. And philanthropy, by the way, is another form of association in this great country. I wanted to close out right now with Brian talking about his favorite verse in the Bible and how it's been his source of inspiration. It's from Galatians. Let's take a listen as we close out here on Our American Stories. Grow not weary in well-doing, for if you grow not weary, you shall reap a reward in the end. But tells me that doing well is to be a part of my everyday life, and that the true reward is not what I get back on this earth. True reward is what I get from God when my time is done. My time will end on this earth. One day the, the sun will set on my existence, But the good news is that I did the work. I ran the race. I didn't grow weary in doing well. What I was born for, I completed. And that's why that verse has so much value to me. Do what you were born for and complete it. Do it well. Don't quit when it gets hard. Don't quit when people tell you you can't make it. Don't quit when you get a no. No, you're not getting the money. No, we can't help you. No, you don't get the trailer. No, you're not getting this. Don't quit at the no's. Push through it. Don't grow weary in doing what is well, what is good, what is just, what is kind. The reward that you receive is greater in the end. So that's that's just my favorite. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melanin, Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER And we continue with Our American Stories, and now we bring you the story of Edie Hand, a friend of ours whose life, well, it was shaped by both a lot of love, but as you're about to hear, a whole lot of loss. Here's Edie. It was a setting in northwest Alabama, just like in a novel. A sister's love for these three young boys David, Terry, and Philip. Every afternoon after school, we would get off our school bus and run inside and get us a doodad cookie and head to the barn. I would saddle up my horse. My horse was named Trigger, and I named it Trigger because of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. David would saddle up his horse named Spotted Cloud because he loved the Long Ranger and Tonto. And then Philip. Now, he saddled up his horse. He had a little Shetland pony, and he named his horse Polly because he was in love with our Avon lady. And then there was Philip. He was just too small to have his own horse, so I would throw him on the back with me. We would head to the Indian Mounds, and on our property, we had about 40 acres, and we would get to the top of the mounds, and it was really 
a wonderful place to lie down, let the horses wander around, and we would start talking about our dreams. Now, David, he was going to be a race car driver. He was a great talker, and he was really funny. He would turn his hat around backwards, and he would get his pocket knife out and start cutting holes in his hat all the time, making them bigger and pull his curls through it. And he would pick up a pine cone and start saying, Oh, here comes Ruth Magoo down the road. He has one kid. No, I believe there's four, maybe five. Ruth had rather large arms, and she had one hanging out the side of the window, and she was smoking a cigar. So we just had a field day with Ruth Magoo. And then there was Philip. He was really kind of shy, and he felt like he was... He just didn't know how to get involved with people, but he loved music. And my mother's brothers were singers and songwriters, and we come from the history of the the late Elvis Presley of that family on our grandmother's side. So he says, I think I'm just going to grow up and be a songwriter and maybe drink a little whiskey because that seems to get all the girls coming around. So we said, oh, well, whatever, you know, he was going to do. But I learned from him about seizing moments in life. And he was that way. He tried to seize moments if it was playing football, if he were up to bat for a baseball game. He wanted to be the best he could be, always practicing to be the best and seize every moment of something that could be great, not good. And then there was Terry. I think I learned the most about life from him Uh, He taught us about courage. He wanted to grow up and become an architect because our dad's dad was a builder. He built buildings and homes, and Terry said he was going to grow up and be a big architect. He wanted to build all kinds of skyscrapers, buildings. And we said, wow, we barely can say the word, but you're going to do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was kind of cool to hear everybody share what they were going to do, and they would say, so, Edith, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write about other people, and I'm going to be a movie star. And they went, oh, sure. Well, we're going to visit you in your mansion one day, okay? And so we teased each other, and our mother, her name was Sue, but her mother had named her Ripple Sue, so we would call her Rip Dip, which she hated. So when we were on the Indian mounds and Rip Dip would get really loud, but when she was about the fifth or sixth time, Edith, David, Terry, Philip, come home and eat. Well, we, I said, boys, let's get up. It's time for to go home. Rip Dip's on her last scream, you know. So we would know to mount up, get those horses back to the barn to go have dinner. But it was a wonderful way of growing up in this simpler times. But I guess I just didn't realize that what was happening in my life and what I was learning from them, it was my only time that I was going to have with them because they would die young. David died at the age of 19 in a car accident. I was a senior in college. I was devastated. At that particular time in my life, he was my best friend. And he was the most important man in my life. So it took me a year just to kind of get back into the groove of life. And he was the first one in our family to pass away. Ten years later, my brother Philip was killed in an automobile accident. I remember what a horrible time it was that my father called me and he said, I'm your mother and I just can't go. Would you come and identify your brother? I just didn't realize how hard that would be. I drove to North Alabama and identified the body. It was just so hard seeing how life really was. One day you can be with someone, and the next, they're not a part of your life. You're washing their last load of clothes. Then, I guess to me, The last one, the strongest one, Terry, they found he had an aneurysm in the middle of the brain. 
and Terry had brain surgery. And I'll never forget the courage that it took the night his neurosurgeon came out and said, I don't know if we can save him. I'm going to have to leave his head open. We're going to try to go back in one more time. Would you like to see him? I remember my mother was unconsolable, and my father was with her, and I went to be with him. It was like a war zone for me. I'd never seen anything quite like I saw in that room at the UAB hospital. I'd never seen that kind of pain before. His hands were strapped down, and I remember he said, You have to save me. You have to save me. And I I could not save him. And I stayed with him as long as I could, and I prayed. I tried to comfort him. There was no way to comfort him. I went outside, and I said, You have to do something for him, Doc. You have to do something. He said, I'm going to put him in a room. You can stay with him all night. I don't know that he'll make it, but we're going to try surgery again tomorrow. I remember I didn't think he would make it either, but he went into the surgery. They lost his hearing. He, he lost his taste. Several things weren't the same. They sent him home more of a broken man. And didn't think he would live very long. But Terry, watching him fight for life, taught me so much about courage, of how he wanted to live as best he could, that my father built a ramp in his sunken den that he'd built his home with his own two hands on his land. He talked every day or listened to country music. Then he realized when he went back to the doctor that he was going to be losing his speech. I never saw someone with that much determination. He says, what can I do, Edith? So I I fixed an A to Z sign for him. And I said, I'll point at these letters. We'll make it work. So that is the way we communicated. And he said one day, he said, I am going to lose my voice. Would you promise me that when my time comes, would you come and hold me? And I want you to tell our story one day that the Blackburn boys, that our life would be an encouragement to tell people it's important to be kind to one another, to enjoy the simpler things of life. It's not all about the money you can make but it is what we do for one another and how we encourage one another. You know, and I am glad that God allowed me to be able, when I got the call, I wasn't there at that time, to come, and I held him in my arms. Now they're all buried under that big oak tree. And in the loss of these three young boys, it took me a long time, but I know this. No matter what season of life we're in or what hardship we face or heartbreak, that there is something beautiful to come out of it if we look for that. And that has been my saving grace. And you just heard Edie Hand's story. There's not a dry eye in our room And what a story about remembrance, about family. How he fought for life taught me about life, she said about her brother Terry. Be kind to one another. Enjoy life. It's not all about the money. What a beautiful story. What a sad story. Edie Hand's story, here on Our American Stories. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 